Hello, everybody. Welcome to Around the Slice. I am very excited to bring you today episode uh, episode of the day one recap for 2023 NFL free agency. So without further ado, no more dilly-daying. Let's just get into it. Before we get into everything, I want to break down how this will work and a few and if we have more this week they will work the same so i'm going to go through every deal i'm going to use my own twitter because if you don't know my twitter aawinegunner13 i've been retweeting quote tweeting to give my thoughts and um i have grades for you guys today so i'll give you my initial thoughts when i quote tweeted it what i said my thoughts on twitter if you didn't see it already if you don't follow me again aawinegunner13 and then a grade, which I'm doing this on the fly live, so it might take me a few seconds to think of. But I just want to get straight to it because I want to make these episodes. There's going to be a few this week, at least one more Friday, but probably even more. Uh, I want to make these episodes short and digestible for you guys so we're not sitting here forever because there is a lot of free agency. And I'm not going to check my phone during this to not get in the habit of it. If there's more signings during announced during this episode, which inevitably there will be, I will get to it on the next episode we have, which will most likely be in a couple of days. So these are all the sightings as of 9.18 p.m. when I'm putting my phone down for this episode. 9.18 p.m. Eastern Time here in New York. Um, uh, Monday, March 13th, actually, again, at this point, 9.18 p.m. So let's just go through it, and without further ado, let's get started. So I will say the official deal, if we have numbers, some of these, I retweeted the deal and then the numbers. So either way, I'll give you the deal and numbers if available. Then my thoughts are great. So the Buffalo Bills have agreed to terms with punter Sam Martin on a three-year deal worth up to uh, $7.5 million. Uh, in total, source says Martin gets, and I'll say the source. This is according to Mike Garofolo with all these, I'll say source. Milano. Martin gets $4.115 million and guarantees to stay in Buffalo, where he registered the second most yards per punt in his 10-year career after joining the team in August. Now, obviously, if you saw my off-season preview yesterday, which was over an hour long, it's kind of obsolete now, but still, I hope you listen to it. And then last week, we talked about Bill's internal free agents. I was fully on board with bringing Martin back at the right price because this is an exaggeration. I firmly believe this is the best punting and punter we've had in 10 years since Brian Mormon. Not the last year because Brian Mormon was terrible his last year with the Bills with us. I'm talking about um his second to last year in the league and on the Bills. So, uh. I quoted it just basically like I said. By the way, um, I have to do this quick math in my head. Three years, 7.5. So that's three, four, 2.5 a year. That's perfect. I said I wouldn't go over 3 million per year, and it's just a tick under 3 million per year. So I quoted it and said, knew this would happen. Love it with an exclamation point. This is great for us. I'm going to give this an A+. I mean, it's a punter, but punters should be respected. It's not like, again, we kept under 3 million like I wanted. Perfect, perfect deal for us. Next, according to another Bills thing, there were a few Bills moves because you can negotiate with internal free agents before the legal negotiating period started at noon Eastern today, but According to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Bills linebacker Tyler Matikiewicz has agreed to terms on a two-year deal to stay in Buffalo. Source says, another day Another linebacker who, because actually yesterday we talked about in the pre- rumors or preview for free agency, if you will, they extended Matt Milano. And at the time, we didn't know the numbers for that, by the way, but now it is two years, $28 million, uh, $14 million a year. For this, Tyler Medikiewicz, I'm going to give this a B plus. 
I I wanted him to go, but like I'm gonna get me saying it's not see anything because McDermott's shown time and time again that special teams is like his forte along with defense. But special teams is his forte, and his coaching staff and front office firmly believes that they let McDermott do what he wants with the special team unit and special team coordinator Matthew Smiley. So yeah, he's proven that time and time again. I I don't go A though because some people say why spend like why keep bringing back all these special teams players and. This is the only one we brought back so far out of, like, Jaquan Johnson and Cam Lewis. Oh, I didn't retweet this, but Cam Lewis did sign a one-year deal with the Bills. But another key defensive starter left, which we'll talk about. I'm sure you know who it is, but we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this a B-plus, though. Plus, it's a special teams player. That's also a negative, though, because he's only a special teams-only player, and he is aging. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the exact numbers later. Um, and then I on to... To recap this, because of the B+, I'm going to say, when I quote-tweeted it, this is word for word, like all these are. It depends on the money, but honestly, I don't mind this. Core special team for us, so it makes sense. And it does make sense for what McDermott and Leslie Frazier and Ali's gone, but Frazier and McDermott have preached over the last how many years in Buffalo. Uh, next, according to... This isn't a signing or anything. This is just something, a, a topic today. Rob Domofsky, who's a Packers reporter for ESPN tweeted we're an hour away at the time from the start of the free agent negotiating period and i'm told neither the packers nor the jets know what aaron Rodgers is going to do this is ridiculous i tweeted i tweeted come on dude just decide already for god's sake this is the third straight offseason you've pulled these antics the first offseason i understood because they drafted jordan love and they treated him horribly by drafting jordan love dumbest pick ever Next offseason, though, he started it last year, and that's when he became a prima donna, in my opinion. Yes, I know it's harsh, but that's what it is. Because he said right after his season ended um, that he's not going to take very long, whatever very long means, because here we are. He's not going to take very long to make his decision on his future, retire, Raiders, Jets. Raiders got another big-name quarterback. That's out of the market. So retire or Jets. And then he said, I don't want to be that guy that people have to wait around on. I don't want to be that guy. Well, here we are two months later, buddy, and we're raiding around on you. So there's a third straight offseason. You pulled these antics. Second straight offseason, you've been serious about it. And, I mean, come on. you got to – dude, it's time. Like, I, I personally think he should retire because if he goes to the Jets and the Jets gave up, give up one or two first-round picks or maybe multiple day two picks, who says he won't have another – go to the there for a year and then say, oh, I don't know about my future at the end of the year and go on another stupid hippie darkness retreat and then come out of it and still can't decide for another month. Who says that he won't play more, only one year in the in New York with the Jets? So I just think that's crazy. Aaron Rodgers, I think it's time for you to retire. Tom Brady did it, and I think you need to do it now. Um, next, still not at signings, but – According, again, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, I like to give people credit. So the Patriots are trading tight end John New Smith to the Falcons as a former big-ticket free agent heads elsewhere and creates space for New England. We didn't know the numbers, but at the time, uh, I'm going to grade this trade as well. Aaron Rodgers, nothing to grade. But I'm going to grade this trade A+, because you'll see the compensation in a minute. But originally I said waiting for compensation, but initial reaction is great trade for Atlanta. And now here's the compensation, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. The Falcons are trading for tight end Johnny Smith. Hold on, wait. Back to The Falcons are trading for tight end Johnny Smith for a seventh-round pick per source. A+. A++. Blah, 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 blah. A+. Though, re- that's not a thing, but A+. 
in my opinion, in the, like the whole world's opinion, because that's phenomenal. And I said, quote to me again, Atlanta only had to give up a seventh-round pick for Smith. Phenomenal trade to pair him with Kyle Pitts. He's still good. He's still a great tight end, I firmly believe. Now, I would have loved to see the Bills trade a seventh-round pick for him. Or, but again, the Bills only have six-round picks. And we are a win-down team, but we still love draft. Teams still love draft picks, so maybe not. But Atlanta made a whole hell of a lot of signings today, as you'll see. So, A+. Plus. Phenomenal trade. Next, the Chargers and tight end, according to Jeremy Fowler, again of ESPN, the Chargers and tight end, Donald Parham Jr., back up to Gerald Everett, by the way, this past year, could not come to terms on a new deal, and Parham will hit free agency per source. Parham was a restricted free agent. There's no grade for this, but honestly, I feel like it's kind of a negative for the Chargers because I think they're very likely still to cut Gerald Everett in a top tight end in the market. I think Donald Parham maybe not... Maybe they could draft Michael Mayer instead of Donald Parham um, as their backup. But Donald Par Donald, excuse me, Donald Parham is six seven, like two sixty five. I mean, come on. And then I said I would love Parham on the Bills as a very good backup to Dawson Knox come in in certain packages and just be a gazelle and a monster and a beast out there. That's when you can run two tight end sets. We fans have been claiming for that, including myself, for that in Buffalo. Um, so. Yeah, he hasn't been signed yet, so still a very realistic possibility. Um, next, uh, according to Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, the Seahawks plan to release defensive lineman Shelby Harris. Source says Seattle has explored possible trades, but hasn't found takers yet for the nine-year veteran who played well last season. Interesting tidbit here, Harris, who was part of the Russell Wilson deal, was set to make $9 million this upcoming season. $9 million is too much. He's kind of declined. He only had a couple good years with the Broncos. He was just thrown into that Russell Wilson deal. He wasn't very good with the Seattle this year. And I also said, would well, love Harris for the Bills on a cheap deal. I want a lot of cheap veterans for the Bills because I don't think Ed Alvarez turned out, obviously, as a pinned out to what I thought and what everyone thought. Next, this is... This, um, just this is Adam Schefter of ESPN saying when when the negotiating window for free agency opens in under an hour, the Texans and Raiders are. This is at the time since this player has been signed, but are expected to pursue former Forty ers QB Jimmy Garoppolo per league sources. Jets also could get in, but they're obviously in wait and see mode right now. I think Aaron Rodgers are screwing the Jets, but whatever. Watch him like say, "Oh, I'm retiring after all this," and the Jets waiting around and purposely missing out on Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I said by, via quote tweet, this makes sense and was very much expected, especially now that D'Amico Ryans is the head coach of the Texans. Different side of the ball, but still, who was in San Francisco with Garoppolo as defensive coordinator. Next, the Falcons. Now, I can grade this one because this is a huge master signing of one of their own players. The Falcons and offensive guard Chris Lindstrom have reached an agreement on a uh, mega extension per source, one of league's best Guards will stay put, and we'll talk about the money later, so I don't want to give it a grade right now. At the time, I said no numbers yet, but this most likely affects Atlanta's ability to bring back Caleb McGarry, and he hasn't signed yet. The Falcons haven't, like, rushed to sign him or nothing, so I think he's good as gone because of that. Um, next, here's the numbers. According to Mike, Gar- Mike Garofolo of NFL Network again, Falcons have agreed to terms in a five-year, $105 million extension with guard Chris Lindstrom, source says, Big money. And then I said that's $21 million per year for Lindstrom. All caps. Wow. He is now the highest paid 
guard in total average, the highest paid guard in NFL history. That's just wild. That's even more reason than not bringing back Caleb McGarry. And honestly, I feel like I fear the team will overpay for McGarry. He's a tackle, but um, next, Elena Getzenberg. I had nothing to say about this. This is just we did. Um, he took a pay cut for this upcoming season, Naheem Hines. So let's just go over the details. According to Elena Getzenberg, Bills reporter for ESPN. Bills running back Naheem Hines' cap hit of $4.79 million in 2023 will be reduced to $3.5 million per source, saving the team about $1.3 million. He will receive a $1 million signing bonus spread out over this year and next. And then she goes on to say Hines wanted to stay in Buffalo, and the Bills had looked into trading for him prior to the, this past season. Uh, and then she also says... Um, she has a thread here to continue on. Incentives has been built in, including running back and pass catching incentives, which I think he's a very good pass catcher, maybe not utilized by Ken Dorsey as much. That could max out the remainder of his contract at about ten point eight million. Sounds like Bills want Hines as a returner and more involved in the offense. Well, obviously, in my opinion, do because they're that committed. Rework contract hasn't been officially signed yet, though, because it hasn't been officially reported as a transaction. And then lastly, Getzenberg goes on to say, to clarify, the cap of the signing bonus will be separated between this year and next, but Hines will receive all of the signing bonus this year per source, $600,000 on April 7th and $400,000 on September 1st for the signing bonus, and that's all this year again. So, yeah, I feel like the Bills are fully committed to him now. Yeah, I feel like they're fully committed to him. Um, if they want to bring him back, this, this committed people say, this is basically a pay cut, and people basically said that um, they should trade him, which I don't think they should have, or trade him. They should cut him. They shouldn't, though. He's a, one of the best returners in the league, if not the best, right up there with, like, Keyshawn Nixon of the Packers, Isaiah Pacheco of the Chiefs, those guys in that realm. But remember, he did have two return touchdowns in a game, kickoff and then kickoff. So, yeah, we traded for him. We weren't going to cut him and maybe use him more on offense if they're giving him this many running back and pass catching incentives. And then at 12 o'clock Eastern, noon Eastern, I just tweeted, let the games begin with pop, two popcorn emojis. That was just a fun little thing I put out for 12 o'clock legal negotiating window. Next, according to Diana Rossini of um, ESPN, tweeted the Tampa Bay Bucks have shown interest in both quarterback Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett per sources. And then I quote tweeted it and said, I think Brissett would fit the Bucks perfectly. I don't think they should go after Baker Mayfield and fall into that trap. But Brissett, maybe on like a modest, like, because he can, I think he would for sure win the job over Kyle Trask. I like giving Kyle Trask a shot. Kyle Trask a shot after a couple years, excuse me, after a couple years of sitting under Tom Brady's tutelage, if you will. So yeah, I would sign maybe Jacoby Brissett like a like a like a two year ten million dollar deal, five million per year sounds about right. He's a really high end starter, not high end starter, high end backup and low end starter. He always gets the job done. Miami for two us subbing in. Playing 12 games for Deshaun Watson with the Browns this past season. Wherever he goes, he's productive and keeps the team afloat. Uh, next, this is a re-signing. According to Ian Rappaport of Info Network, I will be grading this one. The Patriots are expected to re-sign standout. 
re-signed standout cornerback Jonathan Jones. He gets a two-year deal. We'll talk about the money in a minute. But I said basically that's that's big for New England. Apparently, he had interest in like the Lions and Falcons and a few other teams. I can't remember right now off the top of my head. But he took a hometown discount, if you will, to stay with the uh, New England Patriots. Because he broke out there. And then next, according to Adam Schefter, VSPN, this is huge. This came out of nowhere. Chargers running back Austin Eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade after preliminary. Oh, I got to go back and grade the John. Actually, I'll go to it when we get to the numbers. Uh, but back in here, Chargers running back Austin Eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade after preliminary talks with the team. He did a contract extension, did not progress. His agent, Cameron Weiss, told ESPN. Now, Eckler's 27. He could slow down a couple years, but not everyone's there kind of in the body can keep up like that with a six-pack and all that. So I just quote tweeted this in all caps. Oh, my God. The Bills, except I think he'd be a bit expensive. The Bills, in terms of contract and, like, value, we'd have to give up. The Bills, the Dolphins, the Falcons. Already made some big moves today, so maybe not. The Ravens are a sleeper team to look at, so help me God if the Chiefs do it. I think they're going to have to check out and possibly re-sign Jerick McKinnon. If not re-sign Jerick McKinnon, then draft like Jimmy Goods or someone. So, yeah, this is huge. Next, Adam Schefter, Eagles free agent. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, excuse me, Eagles free agent linebacker TJ Edwards plans to sign with the Chicago Bears. Press sources don't have numbers as of... We do have numbers, but I don't want to spoil anything. It's going by what I retweeted and quoted and talked about on Twitter. Again, at A. Weingartner13 on Twitter. So we're not going to talk about the grade, but little foreshadowing. The Chicago Bears went all in on like the linebacker position this this today. This first day or wave of free agency, if you will. Uh, next, according to Diana Rossini of ESPN, again, the Chicago Bears are targeting right tackle Mike McGlinchey. The two sides are talking and hoping to get a deal done for sources. Now, this is not the team he went to. Apparently, he changed his mind, and this probably wasn't false reporting, but at the time, it's who he went to, wanted to go to and was targeting. Because at the time, I said, this is absolutely huge in all caps. This is absolutely huge for Chicago because they were investing in their own line, and Tevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins, there you go, can still develop a guard. But Mike McGlinchey flipped to a team we'll talk about in a, in a bit. And then the Ravens, um, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, Ravens announced they have released defensive and Calais Campbell. This is the statement they made. Calais defines what is what it is to be a Raven. He personifies professionalism and his contributions to our organization both on and off the field, are immense. With his passion, leadership, and toughness, Calais un- has undoubtedly produced a Hall of Fame-worthy career. What I don't know about that, but I have to really consider it. While this is the worst part of the business, we have not closed the door on the possibility of him returning to our team in the future. This is a statement from Executive Vice President and General Manager Eric DaCosta. The last, sen- last little blurb or sentence is key this is part of the business. We have not cl- we have not closed the door on the possibility of him returning to our team in the future. This is to make cap flexibility work now and cap numbers, but this indicates to me they're very likely to bring him back. And then I kind of joke, but not really. 
Um, he is 35, though, so we'll see. Future Buffalo Bill, I quoted I would just love him in the Bills. A lot of guys that got released today or still aren't signed. I would love for the Bills. Um, next, according to Ari Mirov of the 33rd team, which is a popular NFL website, and they have trackers and all that. According to Ari Mirov, at my sports update on Twitter, uh, former Ravens guard Ben Powers is planning to sign a four-year deal with the Defton Broncos per Mike Cliss. Uh, I won't grade the X. We have numbers, but again, I don't want to jump the gun here. Powers started 36 games for Baltimore in four years, including all 17 last year. Some protection for Russell Wilson. And Sean Payton's doing everything he can for Russell Wilson. Sean Payton himself and his weapons with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, although we'll get Jalen, although we'll get to those guys in a minute. Some trade room is flying around them. But the Broncos signed another big-time tackle offensive lineman, so we'll get that sorted out. And I quote today and give my thoughts, depending on the money, this could be really good for Denver. And I can't remember the money, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Next, we just talked about this with their receivers. Dan Graziano of ESPN tweeted, sources with multiple teams believe, wait, sources with multiple teams believe the Broncos could trade a wide receiver. Denver has had talks with teams about Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and KJ Handler. Teams say the Broncos are asking high prices, not just dumping, but it's not out of the question one gets moved. I think only one of these guys gets moved. If I were to guess, the most likely I think it's moved is KJ Handler because I still believe in Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, but for, and I think they do too. I firmly believe that. But if I were to pick for the Bills, this is what I have a ranking. I would love Jerry Judy and then Cortland Sutton I would like to. I wouldn't really like KJ Handler, so he's third. I would love Jerry Judy out of that group. I even quote today and said, your move, Buffalo. I was pointing towards Buffalo a lot during today, obviously. But here are the numbers, actually, according for the Ben Powers deal. Follow-up, which we talked about. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Guard Ben Powers and the Broncos will agree to terms on a four-year, $52 million deal with $28.5 million guaranteed. Huge commitment for the former Ravens guard. I quote tweeted it and said $30 million a year for Powers, so pretty reasonable for Denver. Denver. Maybe it's a tad overpriced, but I'm going to give Denver about... I'm going to give Denver a B. I can't go B plus because it's a tad overpriced, but we'll see who they pair. Um, I want to let you guys know who they paired with Ben Powers in a little bit when we talk about that on the offensive line. Next, um... Ian Rapport, Van Flynn Network. You start off kind of joking here. Uh, the news Packers fans have been waiting for. They've agreed to terms with all-pro returner Keyshawn Nixon on a one-year deal with a max value of $6 million, source said. I just quoted it because I thought it was hilarious with two laughing emojis. The first sentence, the news Packers fans have been waiting for when they've been waiting literally like two off-seasons around pin, really three if you think about it. like I said pins and needles what Rogers do this off season the whole darkness stream blah 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 and kind of a hippie and what he will do I just thought that's hilarious next um some Falcons news according to Mike Garofolo of NFL Network Falcons have agreed to terms with defensive tackle David Anyamata oh I'm gonna by the way I'll grade the Keyshawn Nixon he's available to Packers so I don't have numbers, but since it's a one-year deal, I'll give it an A+. plus. It's one of the best returns in the NFL. So moving on, sorry about that. According to Mike Garofalo of NFL Network, Falcons have agreed to terms 
with defensive tackle David Onyemata. Source says reunited defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen, who was like co-defensive coordinator with the Saints and a defensive assistant under Sean Payton with the Saints when he was head coach. And I tweeted perfect in all caps again. Perfect fit for Atlanta because going from Ryan Nielsen with the Saints to Ryan Nielsen with the Falcons and David Onyemata can... They obviously spent big on a couple other defensive guys today that we'll talk about. So, I don't know the numbers for this yet, so I can't grade it. When I say I don't know the numbers for a lot of these, I do. I just don't want to jump the gun. I want to get to it in order of when I tweeted things. Next, um, according to Mike Giardi of NFL Network, heard multiple... Heard from multiple sources that the Panthers would be willing to move last year's third-round pick quarterback Matt Corral. Costs won't be high. Maybe, I don't think he'll ever be a star in league, but maybe for someone looking for a quality backup, don't you do it, Bills. Maybe for the looking for a quality backup, uh, can trade for him. I'll say interesting. I said interesting with a quote tweet, dot, dot, dot. So I said interesting with three dots because I think it is interesting. The Panthers might have gotten a steal with Corral, but, like, they're going to draw C.J. Stroud this year, most likely at one. We broke it all down yesterday. So if they don't, I think it's a fail. Next, no quotes here, no th- quote tweet Jeez, here. I just retweeted it. According to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, the Bucks plan to release veteran guard Shaq Mason if they can't trade him in the coming days. Per source, Mason is due $8.5 million in the last year of his deal. He's a star tackle. I would love for the Bills to get him under $10 million a year, maybe two, three. He is aging, so probably like, like uh, two years. <sighs> See? He was due 18, 8.5 this year, so they don't want to pay that. So maybe if, like, the Bills were to offer him, like, a like a um, two-year, $15 million deal, that's seven, eight. Yeah, that's right. 7.5 a year, two years, $15 million. So I think that's great. When the trade comes through, we'll grade that. But obviously, he hasn't been tra- traded or released since, so they're probably still working on a trade if possible. Uh, next, Jason Kelsey broke news himself, actually. He said... Um, Center Hall of Fame, first ballot, future first ballot Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame center Jason Kelsey for the Philadelphia Eagles said on his own personal Twitter account, so it's official. I've put much thought into whether it makes sense to play another season. After after talking it over with my wife and many other friends and family, I have decided to return for another year. Thank you to all my supporters and and detractors for fueling me. I ain't, I'm not going to say the word, I ain't effing done yet. That's what he said himself, don't blame me. Um, and I quote and said, phenomenal news for Philly. I mean, this is phenomenal. I know they drafted Cam Jurgens out of Nebraska in the second round this year. So, and they could move him to center if Kelsey were to retire. I'm assuming this will be Kelsey's last year. Maybe not, though, because this was supposed to be his last year and he returns. But if it is... For this year, immediately, they can move Cam Jurgens to guard because they're most likely at this point to use to lose Isaac Sumalo to, like, the Cardinals or Colts or Panthers or someone like that. So they can move Cam Jurgens to guard and then... And then once... And keep Jason Kelsey at center, obviously. And then when, once Kelsey retires in a year or two, which he undoubtedly will, in my opinion, then you can move Jurgens back to center and draft another young guard. So, but this is a phenomenal... So I will grade this... I know it's not a signing. Actually, it is a signing because he officially, he was a free agent, so he it was either a timer in the Eagles. Where else is he going to go? So I'm going to give this an A+. This is amazing. Um, next, according to Artie Mirov, again, at my sports update on Twitter, uh, contract terms, Patriots are re-signing corner back Jonathan Jones to a two-year, $19 million deal per source. So that is, what's the average on that? 
Um, what's the average on that? Two years. My phone just died as I was trying to do the calculator. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, two years. Nineteen million. That's. What, 9.5? Yeah, 9.5 a year. I mean, that's great. I'm giving this an A+. Jonathan Jones would expect to make like 11, 12 million a year on the open market. So, yeah, that's A+, plus for me. Even though I hate the Patriots. Next, according to Ian Rapport of NFL Network, sources, former Raiders quarterback Jared Statham is signing a two-year, $10 million deal with the Broncos. So, $5 million a year. That's easy math. Then, if I've been choosing to play for Sean Payton over other options like resetting with the Raiders and all that. The deal, which includes $5 million guaranteed and $4 million more in upside, reunites him with Davis Webb, who's the now Denver's quarterback coach, a nice improving, very young, who he, meaning Stidham, who he has known since he was a teenager. I think this is a phenomenal deal for the Broncos. Maybe a bit too high for a guy that, like, was replaced Derek Carr, which Carr was treated horribly, as we talked about the last few weeks in recent weeks. And... Basically, the last few weeks. And, yeah, I'm going to give this an A-. minus. I would give it an A+, plus if, it was a, if it was, like, 2 to $4 million, But it's a t- just a tick high, in my opinion. And then I quote-tweeted quote tweeted it and said, Some insurance for Russell Wilson. Love this deal for Denver. Basically, what I just reiterated with the A-. minus. Um, next, this is huge. And I'll get to my thoughts in a minute on this. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, former Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave, has reached an agree- has reached agreement on a four year eighty four million dollar deal that includes forty million guaranteed at signing with the San Francisco 49ers. So that's where he goes. 49ers per sources. Deal negotiated and confirmed by Drew Rosenhaus and Ryan Matha, who are who are his agents. This is twenty one year. This is quite the overpay in my opinion. I heard a report yesterday that Javon Hargrave and we talked about it in the free agency rumors and preview, if you will, that he would get around $20 million a year. And at that point, I was like, well, forget that. Just forget that. Just draft a guy like Kalaja Kansi or, or Brian Breezy or one of the top defensive tackles, not named Jalen Carter. But um, 21 a year, extreme overpay, I said in my quote tweet. I'm going to give this – I'm going to give this a – C plus. I love the fit for 49ers here with what they're trying to do with their D-line because that D-line will be insane now with Arik Armstead and now Javon Hargrave, a defensive tackle. Drake Jackson is a really nice rotational possibly starter for next year at defensive end. Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner at the two linebacker spots. I'm missing somebody, aren't I? Oh, duh. Nick Bosa off the edge, who is the reigning defense player of the year, probably one of, if not the best defensive player in football, arguable between Aaron Donald, Michael Parsons, and Nick Bosa. But you get the point. And then at corners, they lost an important slot corner, as we'll see here. But, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then at safety, they still got Telenoa Fango, who absolutely broke out in his second year in the league last year. So this is an overpay, so I'm going C+. I love the fit, and I love that defense going to be un- literally insane now. Quarterbacks won't be able to breathe. An offensive lineman won't be able to breathe. An offensive lines won't be able to breathe. But 21 a year is just ridiculous. So C+. Plus. Next, according to Ryan, Diana, Ryan, Diana Rossini of ESPN, uh, he's right tackle Mike McGlinchey is expected to sign with the Denver Broncos per sources. So originally pairs, and then he flipped to the Broncos, I guess. And we'll see the numbers. I'll tell you guys in a minute. I, and then I quote tweeted this exactly. 
like I just said, guess he changed his mind. Broncos making moves today with an exclamation point. Broncos making moves today because Ben Powers already. We'll see that those numbers too. And then Mike McGlinchey here. <clears throat> and then Jarrett Stidham at backup quarterback. Now, according to Adam Schefter of Eastman, just a little reminder and tidbit here. Eagles now lost two starting defensive players, Javon Hargrave and TJ Edwards. Again, Hargrave 49ers, Edwards Bears, like we talked about. And they won't be their only losses because they lost someone, um, a, one of their starting safeties, actually. Not CJ Gardner-Johnson. He hasn't re-signed with the Eagles yet or signed anywhere. But we're going to, um, yeah, he hasn't signed anywhere with anybody yet. So, yeah, he's not signed in. No, has he? No, he hasn't signed anywhere. They lost one of their safeties. Just a little tidbit there. Next, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, source, the Broncos are giving right tackle Mike McGlinchey a massive five-year deal worth 87.5 with over $50 million guaranteed. I quote to you the exact number being $17.5 million a year for McGlinchey. Wow. That may be a tad overpriced, so I'm going to give it a B plus. Some of these deals are overpriced, so... But again, him in powers, wow. And then Ian Rapport, again, of NFL Network, tweeted, Source, the Lions are signing Cam Sutton to a three-year deal worth $33 million with $22.5 million guaranteed. This is off, I quote tweeted this exact sentiment, phenomenal deal for Detroit to improve their secondary with a very good young developing player. So 22, 33 divided by three. $11 million a year. This is just right around. Maybe they draft a corner in the draft. Maybe Brian Branch, who can play slot corner or... Safety, and they have Jeff Fakuda for at least one more year on the fifth-year option. Actually, two more years. One more if they don't pick it up. Two more if they do pick up the fifth-year option. So I really love this. This, to me, is is an A. I'm giving this a solid. Maybe a tad overpriced shot and get like 9-10. I would have gone 9-10 personally, but he had one good year. He's a really young and developing player, like I said in my quote to you. Next, according to Adam Schefter, I didn't have any thoughts on this because I've never even heard of this guy before, but I guess, I guess he was a sleeper free agent, according to this. Uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN, former Saints defensive tackle, Shy Tuttle, reached agreement with the Panthers on a three-year, $19.5 million deal that includes $13 million guaranteed at signing per source. Deal confirmed and reported by Drew Rosenhaus and Kyle Lincoln, which are his... Um, which are his which are his agents. Sorry, I'm just trying to calculate what 19.5 divided by, what was it again, how many years? Uh, 19.5 divided by 3, because that's not like a quick math thing. So let me calculate 19.5 to properly grade it. Divided by 3. I don't have a calculator right next to me, so I'm kind of typing it into my um, laptop here. 19.5 divided by 3. Is 6.5 a year. I've never heard of Shy Tuttle, so I don't really know. I guess I'll give it like an A minus because it's kind of cheap at 6.5. Actually, since I've never heard of him, I'm going to give it a, a B minus. I've just really never heard of him. That might be harsh. I've just never heard of him. So, so far, what we've talked about, this is a really great by. He's done a few of these today. Are you near of at my sports update? Give us like um, land, landmarks of where we are. Landmarks. Give us like checkpoints, if you will, where we are throughout the day. So at this point, we'll round up of what we have so far and what I've talked with you guys so far. 49ers get defensive tackle Javon Hargrave, four years, $84 million. Again, $20 million, $21 million a year. My grade is C+. Broncos get offensive tackle Mike McGlinchey, five years, 87.5. Again, 17.5 a year. My grade was... What was my grade again? My grade was also a... 
B plus. Broncos get guard Ben Powers four years, fifty two million. So that's no, God, jeez, oh, I gotta calculate it because we didn't talk about this yet. Um, so what was it? Oh right, fifty two divided by something. Oh yeah, four divided by four years equals. 13 a year, so that's kind of a tad overpriced for Ben Powers, like a lot overpriced. So I would have given him like 10 to a, 9 to 11 per year. So I'm going to give that one four years, 52 million again. Ben Powers to the Broncos, a C minus. I don't really like that one. I originally did, but not really as much anymore. Bears get linebacker TJ Edwards, three years, 19.5 million. That is 6.5 a year, just like the shy Tuttle we just calculated. So I don't really understand. This is like. Jack Sanborn, because they play the same position, play the same style pretty much. I really love him going into his second year. Uh, so, yeah, the, I'm going to give this one, Bears and TJ Edwards, again, three years, $19.5 million. I'm going to give this one a, uh, let's go, I don't want to be too loose with these, but let's go 6.5 a year for his talents. Let's go B+, because it does push kind of. Jack Sanborn to the side. Lions get cornerback Cam Sutton three years, thirty-three million. That is simple math, so I can do that. I had eleven million per year. That's a tad overrated, but still, I'm gonna go A minus. Perfect fit, overpriced. I should say. Perfect fit. Falcons get defensive tackle David Anyamata. Oh, here's the numbers: three years, thirty-five million. So let me calculate that real quick, if you don't mind. Three thirty-three, thirty-five divided by three. 11.6 a year about, it's looking like. So I'm going to give that, honestly, that's great. Right in the range of it. I thought David Onyman was get. So I'm going to give that an A+. Plus. I absolutely love the fit there. Patriots resign corner, Jonathan Jones, two years, $19 million. It was 9.5 a year. That's simple math, too, because, yeah, you know. And anyway, I'm going to give that an A+, plus, taking a discount to resign the Packers. Packers resigned cornerback, technically, but mainly kicker turner, one of the best league. Keyshawn Nixon, one year, $6 million deal. Okay, that's kind of expensive for a kicker turner. I didn't have the numbers before. Uh, now I'm going to update my grade because before I give an A+, I'm going to give it, though, a B+. That's kind of really expensive for just a, solely a kicker turner. I know he's like a top three kicker turner in the league with Naeem and Isaiah Pacheco, and some others, arguably, but wow. So, uh, B+. Uh, B+. Next... Broncos get quarterback Jarrett Stidham two years, ten million. I would have given like two to four, two to three and a half a year, not five a year. So I'm gonna go B plus, and it's just a backup. That's kind of an expensive backup. Panthers get defensive tackle Shy Tuttle. Apparently he's like a rising pers- player. I've never even heard of him. Three years, nineteen point five. So, oh yeah, we just did this. So six point five a year. Um, I'm gonna give this a. B minus just because I've never heard of him. And then Commanders get center Nick Gates three years TBD, which it hasn't even been said yet and it still hasn't. And just so you know, scroll at my sports updates timeline and tweet for more. Action is just starting at the time he said this. Um, next, going back to my Twitter, next we, um, and I just quoted and said what we've seen so far. And obviously I just write all that to you. Next, Mike Garofalo. This is rumored. Now it's a done deal. Mike Garofalo of NFL Network. The Raiders are closing in on a deal with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, sources say. After six seasons and a Super Bowl appearance with the 49ers, Jimmy G is on his way to Vegas, the site of this season's Super Bowl, to reunite with Josh McDaniels. Jimmy Garoppolo's 
set up pretty well. I think this is kind of a downgrade from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, but say what you will about Jimmy G. He's nothing flashy, nothing athletic, and very injury-prone, but he wins. He's a very good winner. But he's only played 10 games once out of the last three seasons, so only one season. So only played 10 games once out of the last three seasons. I got to see the money for this, but I think I remember being very good. I'm not going to give my grade now because no money yet, but thoughts. It was going in this direction, as we reported earlier, them the Texans. And I absolutely love the fit here. Big-time quarterback headed to Vegas from his early days, reunited with Josh McDaniels early in his career. Uh, next, I just, this is, you can look this up, by the way. Field Yates tweeted this early in the afternoon here. And look at the Raiders' new starting quarterback, courtesy of at the graphic guy. The graphic guy does photoshopped of potential. Well, not potential because they signed with him before they officially out. I just quote tweeted it with three fire emojis. So, Jimmy G said pretty well. Tight end Darren Waller if they don't trade these guys. Wide receiver Devontae Adams. Wide receiver Hunter Renfro. Running back Josh Jacobs. And running back Amir Abdullah. if they bring back wide receiver Matt Collins to be their slot. Uh, and then draft someone. According to Ari Mirov at my sports update again, with Jimmy Garoppolo expected to finalize with Las Vegas, the Jets have now lost out on Derek Carr and Jimmy G while they wait for Aaron Rodgers. Packers waiting, Jets waiting, quarterbacks waiting. And yeah, this affects the quarterback market. Aaron Rodgers taking a sweet time. This affects the Jets, especially they missed on Carr and Jimmy and Garoppolo here. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know what I feel about that. I told you earlier, but come on. Uh, this is the actual numbers for Jimmy Garoppolo now rolling in here. Adam Schefter, cop of ESPN, cop update. Raiders are giving former 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo a three-year $67.5 million deal, including $34 million guaranteed per source. I'm going to see what that average is. Give me time to calculate, but I remember it being really cheap. 67.5 divided by... That, that's wrong. <laughs> Let me re-go here. 67.5. It, I remember it being really cheap average, though. So very, very reasonable. Divided by three. <sighs> that's wrong again. Hold on. Let's try this one more time. 67.5 divided by three. Equals. Okay, 22.5 year. That's what I thought. Very cheap. This is an A+. Plus. Flat out A+. Plus for me. If Daniel Jones got $40 million, the way the quarterback market is these days, Kyler Murray, $46 million a year. I mean, you got to be kidding me. 22.5 Jimmy G is an absolute steal. And I quote to the and said this exactly. $22.5 million a year for Jimmy G. That's an absolute steal in all caps. That's an absolute steal for the Raiders. And it is. If Jimmy G is going to be a quote-unquote bitch quarterback for a Will Levis or Anthony Richardson if they trade up or something, but like the Will Levis because they'll likely stay put, it's a pretty good bridge quarterback to have for a couple years, a year or two. Next, Ari Mirov at my sports update on Twitter. Source, former Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley plans to sign a three-year, $24 million deal with the Washington Commanders, reuniting him with offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, who just took the same job, but with Washington. Wiley started 59 games in five years for Kansas City and had the game of his life in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. Now a nice payday. He's not kidding, by the way. He had he mauled people in, in the run game and pass game, pass pro and run protection in that game. I mean, it was in the Super Bowl. Eight million a year is kind of high for Wiley. I would have given him like five to seven, but he's a very good reserve and very good starter too. He's a starting level player, so I'm going to give this an A-. minus. It's just a tick over of an overpay, tick too high in my opinion. Next, 
one of the the only signing the Bills made other than those re-signings of like Medikavich and Martin and the pay cut of uh, Naeem Hines. But, and then someone that departed, which we'll talk about, which I'm very sad about. The B- Mike Air follow up NFL Network. The Bills have agreed to terms with guard Connor McGovern on a three-year, $23 million deal, source says. Former third-round pick of the Cowboys heading to Buffalo. This means, this is kind of a joke. This means 50% of the Connor McGovern's available in free agency have agreed to deals Mike Garofalo entered it with. Because the other Connor McGovern is on the Jets. So, this was in the Jets, I should say. Not Technically not anymore, though, because he's a free agent who's the center. But this is the guard we're talking about. And I retweeted it and said, we made a move finally with an exclamation point. Well, we made a move finally, but that's kind of sarcasm. But, like, because the Bills haven't done much even at the time and right now. So 23 divided by 3. And I read somewhere it's all guaranteed in the first year, so there's a very easy out after just for recording this, I should say, after year two, which I don't know if he plays good. He's still only 25 years old. He's a third-round pick of the Cowboys in 2019. 23, that's 23 plus three. Oh, my God. Okay, 23 divided by three equals 7.6 years. I think this is an A-plus for us. I know people are down in it. Well, they should have done better at guard. I have a bunch of things. The Bills should have been go big or go home at guard, not signs of middle and guard like Connor McGovern. Think about it, guys, when he played for the Cowboys. He lined up at running back. Rare. He had a lot, a bunch, a bunch of snaps at fullback to block for Zeke most of the time in jumbo packages. He could play jumbo tight end. He played guard as his main position and then center in a pitch. This guy is versatile. He's like him and Reggie Gilliam with their alignments are going to be fun to watch in the backfield and or in the offensive line. I th- A plus. I don't care what people say. Next, uh... Very versatile. Next, Adam Schefter of ESPN. Miami, if you'll see here, Miami went all out today. Surprising team that went all out after trading for Jalen Ramsey yesterday and having all those other, apparently making their own version of a super team, which we'll get to later. Miami is giving former Jets quarterback Mike White a two-year deal worth up to $16 million per source. Now, two years, eight, two years, 16, so eight a year. I know it's max. That's kind of expensive still for a backup just like I said with Jared Sim, but this is even worse in my opinion. So I'm going to give this a B, a B minus. Maybe it's a, a couple million, a few million even, too much, because eight a year is expensive for backup. But White played well. I retweeted, uh, quote tweeted, saying good insurance for Tua, because we know huge medicals are a concern. White played well when given the chance last year, because we all know god-awful Zach Wilson was even replaced by a practice squad quarterback. Literally called up a few hours before that Jags game on Thursday Night Football. Chris Strevler, what an embarrassment for Zach Wilson. But this is a really good high-end backup. Just a tad of an overplaced pay. So I'm going B-. minus. Next, according to Aaron Wilson, Texans are signing Aaron Wilson, who is a local reporter for the Texans, I should mention. Texans are signing veteran quarterback Case Keenum to a two-year contract per league source. We'll get to his numbers later. But now I quote and said, we need a new backup quarterback now, in which we do. I talked about some yesterday. The Bills could eye. Uh, we'll get to Sam Darnold in a minute. He's signed with a team. I just don't want to spoil that. Next, Ian Rapport of ESPN. The Texans are expected, expected to sign former Patriots and Browns pastors for Chase Winovich. Source said Nick Casario had him in New England, of course. No numbers so, numbers, so I won't give a grade. And I don't think I ever saw the numbers for these, but I don't. 
yes, he's familiar with Nick Casario, the de facto GM for New England, now the official GM of Houston. But every year, this is like the third year in a row of them just making random signings. I don't get it. Last year, they made random signings like Philip Dorsett and all those guys. This year, Chase Winovich and Case Keenum. Those are pretty random. But I guess Case Keenum would be a good veteran to lead the likely, likely rookie in Bryce Young. Next, this is huge. Much to my dismay. Uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN, former Jaguars offensive tackle. Juwan Taylor reached agreement on a four-year, f- sorry, four-year $80 million deal, including $60 million guaranteed with the Kansas State Chiefs out of all places. Per sources, deal negotiated and confirmed by Drew Rosenhaus and Robert Bailey, who are, again, his agents. Just like a lot of these guys, Drew Rosenhaus are very respected across the league, across many different sports he represents, but... Four years, $80 million, 20 a year. I mean, that's kind of high for Juwan Taylor, but he is still developing. He was taken the second round. I was shocked in 2018 that Jags took him in the second round. I thought for sure he was a first-round talent. I don't get why he slipped, but it's kind of expensive for not considered a premium position like quarterback, quarterback or uh, wide receiver money. So I'm going to give it... A, uh, a minus. I get it. it's tad overpay. Not too bad though. I quote to you and said, "Great, give the Chiefs more help. That's just what we need." With an angry mad emoji, with an angry emoji, red angry emoji, because I'm just angry. Like how much more do the Chiefs need, guys? Uh, the Bengals, according to Tom Pelissero of East, uh, East Bay, Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, the Bengals are re-signing linebacker Jermaine Pratt to a three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal per source. He gets ten point three five million in year one and fifteen point fifteen million over two years. He started fifty four career games and now stays in Cincinnati. I'm gonna get straight to it. Cut straight to, right to the chase. A plus. Tremaine, yeah, we'll talk about another linebacker that got mon- big money in a in a bit here whenever it comes up. But Jermaine Pratt. One of the best young and rising. I love Jermaine Pratt, even though he's on the Bengals. They're becoming rivals with the bitter rivals, if you will, with the Bills. And the fan base stirring it up. But, uh, yeah, I $7 million a year over three years, that is an absolute steal. I think this is the steal of day one of free agency so far. I don't think that's a hot take at all. I mean, for his talents, wow, A+. Plus, just phenomenal. And then I said just $7 million a year for Pratt? That is absolute steal in all caps. Steal for Cincinnati. I couldn't exaggerate it enough. Or emphasize it enough, excuse me. That's an absolute steal. Um, next, this was kind of false reporting, but Dove Kleiman tweeted, breaking Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the to the Jets per Trey Wingle via ESPN. It's done. In quotations, this was bad reporting. Trey Wingo is pretty reliable, and Duff Kleiman is too, but yeah, I don't, this is, I said alert Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, and then another alert, but this is obviously false reporting. Nothing has happened yet. Uh, next, Mike Garofalo, the Vikings have agreed to terms with tight end. Okay, this episode's getting like 50 minutes, almost an hour, so I'm gonna think, I don't need to share with you guys the you can go to any free agents check out there or just check my Twitter at AYGunner13 um, to see all the small signings. I want to get the big ones and a lot of thoughts on because I want these episodes quick and digestible. But I just end up rambling on it anyway. Um, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. This is big. Von Bell is going to the Panthers per me and at Tom Pelissero. I quote tweeted and said, very underrated safety that fits very well in Carolina with Jeremy Chin if they don't try to trade Jeremy Chin. 
So I think that Panthers defense will be very versatile and great with Brian Burns at defensive end and pass rusher. And then Shaq Thompson still at linebacker. They cut Damian Wilson, but that's whatever. And then J.C. Horn, who's a dog and a stud at cornerback. C.J. Henderson, young and upcoming cornerback, who the Jaguars gave up on way too quickly. And now you have Von Bell and Jeremy Chin at safety. And Derek Brown, defensive tackle, I forgot about. So I said very underrated safety that fits very well in Carolina. Oh, wait, I already said that. In Carolina with Jeremy Chin. Yeah, I just love the fit there. So I'm not going to grade it. Yeah, I want to get to numbers, though, and pair it with the fit. Next, uh, that's not really too big. Uh, okay, here's the numbers in the Case Keenum deal, according to Ari Mirov at my sports update on Twitter. Terms, the Texans are signing veteran quarterback Case Keenum to a two-year, $6.25 million deal post source. He gets $4 million guaranteed. It's a good way to calculate. It seems I can do this right. <laughs> 6.25 divided by 2 real quick. That gives us, oh, I did it right. 3.125. That's probably around, I'm going to give him... This is kind of a random signing, so I'm going to give them an A-, minus, just because it's kind of ran- the randomness, but it's whatever. And then I retweeted it and said, official numbers on Keenum Houston deal. Um, th- this is big. Source, the and I'm kind of sad because the Bills are supposedly targeting this guy heavily. Source, the Bears are securing, oh, you know, important NFL Network. Source, the Bears are securing their offensive line, signing former Titans guard Nate Davis to a three-year deal, a huge priority. My quote tweet was, Chicago gets one of the top guards available. We already saw Chicago got TJ Edwards, a pretty big-name free agent and linebacker, and they got another free agent and linebacker. So, yeah, let's wait for the numbers, though, to give grade. And then right after, according to Ian Rapport and NFL Network, a big splash, and this really saddens me, but when you see the numbers, not really – the Bears are signing star linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, and I quote tweeted it before I knew any of the numbers. This actually makes me sad, but we'll get to the numbers in a minute. Bears are giving former Bills here it is. Bills are give, Bears are geez. Bears are giving former Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal that includes fifty million guaranteed per source. It is the largest four-year contract for an inside linebacker in the NFL. So not all linebackers, because there's middle linebackers, all linebackers, but highest for inside linebacker in the NFL. That's four-year, seventy-two, eighteen a year. I'm sad about what Tremaine brought to Buffalo and that he had his best year of his career by far. It's been trending towards this direction, but by far in 2022, this past season, this past year. But $18 million a year, you've got to be crazy. For the Bills, I was going to thir- $13, 14000000 million a year. I wasn't willing to go above $14 million a year for what Tremaine's given us. He's really only had one. The other years have been above average, but he's really had only one great year because he doesn't make any, enough splash plays. But I quoted it and reiterated, no way Bills would have been able to match that, and I just basically expressed that concern. Um... I just and then next Ian Rapport of Info Network source Jesse Bates to the Falcons. So the Bengals lost both their starting safeties today with Jesse Bates and then Jesse Bates and um Oh, I wanna sorry, let me go back and grade the two. What am I doing here? Let me go back and tr- grade the Tremaine. I'm not gonna grade for a team losing him like all the rest of these. I'm gonna grade for a team getting him. So Tremaine Edmonds, the Bears, four years, seventy two again total, eighteen a year. I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go B minus. I think it's C plus, but Tremaine's a really good developing player. I'm gonna go B minus. That is insane. 
I would have gone 14 at most. Okay, that's a B minus Edmonds deal with the Bears. Uh, next, yeah, Jesse Bates, the Falcons. Bengals lost both their starting safeties in one day today. So that's kind of unfortunate. In Jesse Bates and Von Bell, whatever. What I get, I tweeted, quote tweeted was, what I get for Atlanta in all caps. What I get for Atlanta with four exclamation points. I think it's a perfect fit. Moving on to... These are the numbers officially. Falcons are giving former Bengal safety Jesse Bates a four-year, $64.02 million deal. That includes $23 million in year one and $36 million in first two years of the deal per source. This is insane, this last sentence. He now is the fourth highest paid safety in NFL history. Let me get the average because I really like the grade based on average of so 64.02. It was divided by four. So here we go. 64 0.02 divided by 4, 16.005 per year. I think that's kind of fourth highest paid safety in the fourth highest paid safety in NFL history. I think that's a bit rich. I'm going to go solid. I do love the fit, though, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go A minus. I think it's a price to pay for the perfect, perfect, perfect fit. I tweeted, um, Sorry for my language here, but I tweeted $16.005 million per year for Bates. I usually like to break down the averages. In all caps, holy hell. I mean, holy hell is right. They paid a premium for that, obviously. Next, uh, just saying what I said about Brutal for Cincinnati. Leave both saves the same day. Uh, next, this Ian Rapport of NFL Network. The Steelers are signing Pro Bowl cornerback Patrick Peterson. A surprise, a personal, a per- Perennial star headed to a historic franchise to beef up, beef up their back end, arguably Hall of Famer. I quoted it and said, wow, and all caps. Wasn't expecting that one because in two exclamation points. I wasn't expecting that one at all. That's just a random fit, but I kind of, I don't really know if it fits, honestly. I think the Steelers are trying to get younger, but then if they were trying to get younger, they would re-sign Cam Sutton. So, I don't know. At the same position, uh, next, that's important. Uh, just a recap. And then this is interesting. There's no Ben wide receivers that deals today. The market isn't moving. Teams not budging to high valuations because receivers act like they get paid like quarterbacks, maybe a little less, but I think they get overpaid kind of. And I, I quote and said, I mean, I know the wide receiver free agent class this year isn't all that good, but this still surprises me because it is a premium position in wide receiver. And I guess Jacoby Myers and Juju teams are scared of overpaying them, and I would be too. Uh, next, the Bucks are re-signing Jamel Dean. I quote and said, this is a priority for Tampa Bay, so good to get it done. Jamel Dean, I feel like his relationship is ruined with the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay with the Bucks because every time he does something wrong, they try to replace him. It feels like Sean Murphy Bunting is a free agent who's a very good corner and a young corner himself from Tampa Bay. He won't be back now. Uh, next, the official number is Adam Schefter of ESPN. Buccaneers are giving cornerback Jamel Dean a four-year, $52 million deal per source. Where did Kick pay this for the Ben Powers Broncos deal? The guard. So this is 13 year. That's kind of high for Jamel Dean. He only had really one breakout outstanding year. So I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give this a C plus because I don't think, I, I think their relationship personally is fractured, but and this is a pretty sizable overpay. $13 million a year. Um, great deal. I tweet quote tweeted great deal for the Bucks. Now that I think about it, it's a great deal for I guess bringing back one of their top free agents. But it's pretty in pretty extreme overpay in my opinion. I feel like that I thought the relationship was fractured there, but. I
but I guess not. Uh, next, uh, this is a quarterback wanted for the Bills for a backup. He's like best friends with Josh Allen, but 14. And I'm sure for VSPN, 49ers reached agreement on a one-year deal with former Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold per source. Uh, I quote and said, I don't get this one bit. San Francisco quarterback situation is so confusing to me. Yeah, it is confusing. The reason they wanted to let Jimmy Garoppolo go this offseason was to build around Trey Lance. Well, now you have Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold, who, apparent, who Sam Darnold and Trey Lance are all top five picks. Sam Darnold, third overall, 2018. Trey Lance... No, wait. Sam Donald, second overall, 2018, excuse me. Trey Lance, third overall in 2021. They gave up three first-round picks. And then Purdy, Mr. Relevant, with a Cinderella story. So I'm just confused by their whole quarterback room in San Francisco. Uh, next, I wanted this guy for the Bills, but he's unfortunately, sadly, off the board. E. Rapport, NFL Network, tweeted former Eagles offensive tackle um, Andre Dillard. Is expected to sign with the Titans per me and at my Gar- for me and my Garofolo. The former first rounder has a new home in Tennessee. Obviously, like I just said, he was played out of position. He was drafted by the Eagles and he was moved to guard. And then a year later, about or a couple years later, Jordan Mailata was drafted and turned an absolute stud for them. So I feel like him going to the Titans and building around their future, their two tackle duo, right and left tackle respectively. With Nicholas Petit Frere after going Taylor Wan, Nicholas Petit Frere and Andre Dillard. So this I don't think they draft I think it's like they draft a receiver now with the eleventh or well pick or honestly trade back because they don't need Paris Johnson Jr. anymore or Roger Jones. So I'm going to give this not a greater now because no numbers. Uh I quote tweeted and said my thoughts. Great move for Tennessee to grab a young developing player that still has a lot of upside and pair him with Nicholas Petit Frere at the other tackle spot. Uh Eh, that's not really too interesting. That doesn't really matter. I just don't want this to go um, too long. It's already gone long. What am I talking about? Um, next, Adam Schefter of VSPN. Eagles losing another defender. Like I alluded to way earlier in this episode, safety Marcus Epps has reached agreement with the Las Vegas Raiders per source. I tweeted it and said, fun fact, he played with Wyoming. With my homie. He, let's reverse. He played with Josh Allen at Wyoming, so that's a fun fact. But quote to the F's was someone I wanted for the Bills just for that, but because of the Josh Allen relationship. But oh well. Uh, next, I believe there was numbers on here. Oh, here we go, other numbers. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network. The Raiders are signing safety Marcus F's to a two-year $12 million deal with nearly $8 million guaranteed per source. Apps 27 started all 20 games because that's 17 plus the 19-20 with the Super Bowl one. 20 games for Philadelphia last season. Now he cashes in $6 million a year. That's kind of expensive for, I know he's a starting safety, but a lower end starting safety. I know he's still young, but two years, $12 million, so $6 million a year. I'm going to give it a... What am I going to give it here? Because, again, I'm doing this live because I didn't prepare because there was a ton. I quote to you, by the way, and said, very reasonable deal for Vegas, but that was instant reaction like most of these are. But now that I think about it a few hours later, I feel like going B- because he really isn't proven yet. Like, he had one slightly above average year, but that's kind of a lot. And then Jeremy Fowler, interesting tidbit, tweeted of ESPN, had heard earlier today that the Raiders and Jordan Poyer of the Bills had mutual interest. Vegas gets apps, 
who can start opposite Trayvon Mowig. So I guess that's good for the future. But I quoted it and said that's a pretty big downgrade going from thinking you're going to get Jordan Poyer to now landing Marcus Epps. And I guess that is a, not I guess, that is a downgrade. I guess that factors in the grade. Again, B minus, kind of an overpay. I don't really see the fit, and they could have gotten way better safeties with Adrian Amos even, but Jordan Poyer mainly here. Uh, Next, Adam Schefter. This is big. This is a steal, too. Dolphins are giving former Titans linebacker David Long Jr. a two-year $11 million deal per source. Over two years, $11 million. That's $5.5 a year. That is a, just a steal. That might even be better than Jermaine Pratt. I'm not sure yet, but they're probably tied for steals of free agency in the offseason so far. I mean, come on. And then I quoted it and said, is Miami building their own version of a super team? Also, that's a steal at that price. I should have put in all caps. I got to emphasize it. Steal. Just like Jermaine Pratt. This might be even more, though, because he was looking to get, like, seven, eight million a year and five, maybe even pushing ten million the other way the market is with linebackers with, Tremaine Edmonds we talked about a bit earlier. That's just unreal to me. Next, uh, that's not really important. Uh, next, I wanted this guy for the Bills too, but unfortunately he was a sleeper for the Bills, but he's gone. Ian Rapport, Vanfield Network. The Giants' big splash of free agency. Free agency. Sources say they have agreed to terms with Colts. Free agent linebacker Bobby Okariki giving them a new face in the middle of their defense. I don't really get the fit here. I have to see the numbers. I think it's coming up. But I said nice up-and-coming linebacker with tons of upside still. Would have loved him for the Bills, like I just mentioned, to start. Curious to see the numbers on this one. And the numbers are revealed right now. Ari Mirov of at My Sports Update provides us with. The Giants are starting. Starting. The Giants are signing former Colts linebacker Bobby Okariki to a four-year deal worth $40 million. He'll get over half of it in guarantees. And then at Schultz Report, it was on at first, he says. Schultz Report there, Jordan Schultz of The Score on YouTube and Twitter. But it's ten, four years, 40 million, 10 million a year. That's pretty hefty. And I tweet, quote, and said, 10 million a year for Okariki, a bit high in my opinion. I know he said before, nice and developing, but I'm going to give this a grade because we have numbers. I'm going to give this a grade of a... I'm going to give it a grade of a C plus. I don't really see the fit here under Don Wink-Martindale's Scheme at defensive coordinator with the Giants. I guess Brian Dable wanted him a lot and Joe Shane because 10 million a year, but C plus for the questionable fit and just the really extreme overpay, in my opinion. Um, let's see here. We got details from Sale Capaccio, local Bills reporter for WGR 550 in Buffalo. Uh, Tyler Manikiewicz's one-year extension with Bills per source breaks down like this. Signing bonus of $1.335 million. 2023 salary, $1.165 guaranteed. Total of $2.5 million guaranteed. 2024 is avoided year, so 2023 cap hit for this upcoming year equals out to be $1.917 million. I think I'm going to stick with my grade of a B-. minus. Like I know you bring back a guy of that caliber for special teams. Of course, special teams are aging. At what point can you stop relying on special teams-only players? I know McDermott loves it, but still. Um, next, what's some impactful? Next, this isn't really anything, but I just wanted to touch on the Dolphins because I have the AFC East chatter. Uh, Adam Schechter of ESPN, Dolphins reached agreement on a two-year deal to bring back linebacker Duke Riley per source. Um, I, and I quote you, I swear to God, if I see one more Dolphin signing, I don't know what they're doing, but they're cooking something over there. It's getting a little scary. Um, we got exact numbers according to Tom Pelissero 
of the NFL Network on new Steelers cornerback Patrick Beerson's deal is two years, fourteen million, with five point eight five million guaranteed per source. That's I still I still know he's an, not all pro anymore. He's still a Pro Bowl, borderline Pro Bowl level caliber corner. But seven million a year is just a bit too high for me. I would have gone like four to five and a half million per year if it were me personally. He might be insulted by that. I would do it personally. So two years, four to million, seven a year over two years. Uh I, I I'm gonna go C plus. Uh, I think this is one of the rare C minuses. I don't see the fit. This is a pretty high overpay, in my opinion, and a very questionable fit. This I I originally que- Yeah, I'm not gonna say what I said because I said great value, but like for a productive player, he is productive, but I don't like it. C minus. Um. Next, we got the official numbers on Von Bell, courtesy of Ari Mirov. At my sports update, terms, Panthers signed former Bengals safety Von Bell to a three-year, $22.5 million deal with $13 million guaranteed. So let's do that calculator. Um, 22.5 average divided by three, and the average over those years is 7.5. Excuse me. 7.5, so I guess that's really good. I quote it and said a really great value for a rising safety with this level of production. I'm going to give that an A+. Plus. Love that fit. And I'll get A-, minus because maybe it's questionable next to Jeremy Chen. They'll probably likely trade Jeremy Chen. I wouldn't. I think they can work together, but A- minus because the questionable fit and chatter I'm hearing with that. Uh, next, um, Eric Hendricks broke this news himself for... But Ian Rapport reported on it, and he screenshotted it. Former Vikings linebacker Eric Hendricks is signing with the Chargers. Ian Rapport from NFL Network. And I quote Ian and said, Well, crap, there goes Kendricks. Buffalo will have to find a different linebacker to replace Edmonds now. And I'm thinking, like, Bobby Okereke is off the board. Eric Hendricks is off the board. David Long Jr. is off the board. So I'm in. Tremaine Edmonds obviously left to replace Edmonds. We got to. So I'm thinking, like, some veterans like Bobby Wagner, and then if you want to go a little cheaper, Levante David, I would love. So, yeah. Uh, next here, uh, former, this is really bad, really bad overpay in my opinion. We don't know the numbers on Kendricks, and we still don't as a recording. Former Cardinals defensive end Zach Allen, Adam Shed for ViewSpan, reached agreement on a three-year, $45.7 million deal that includes $32.5 million guaranteed at signing with the Broncos per source. Allen is reunited with Denver defensive coordinator Vance Joseph from their just this past year with the Arizona Cardinals. I quote to you and said, though, $15.25 million a year for Zach Allen. Pretty good fit in Denver, but a bit of an overpay, in my opinion. That might have been generous, but if I'm that's a lot. This is the worst overpay of day one, in my opinion. I like the, the Javon Hargrave bad, but this is even worse. He only had really one good year of elite top-tier production. And, yeah, that's 15.25 a year. I would go, like, 11 to 12 million, maybe not even that, like, 10 and a half to 11 million. I mean, this is extreme overplay. I'm, pay, I'm giving it, I'm giving it a D, D, there's not D plus, because that's nothing. I'm giving it a D. I, that might be harsh, but I'm giving it a D. So, yeah. Uh, and then, let's see. Did I tweet anything? Oh, yeah, just to end off, this is from... Well, not that enough, but BR Gridiron tweeted, free agency day one biggest spenders so far. His team is spending more and more these days. Broncos, 219.3 million. Bears, 121.5 mil. Falcons, this is in total contracts, 108 mil. 49ers, 86.1 mil. Raiders, 84.4 mil. Chiefs, 80 mil. So I I predicted that, not predicted, I was thinking in my head that the Bears and Falcons would, and 
possibly Raiders would all be big spenders. I I am shocked about the Broncos. Well, I'm not shocked about Broncos and Raiders, but Chiefs and 49ers, more Chiefs. I'm pretty shocked that they went all, all out like this and big. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, next, here, just before I have time to record this, <laughs> I have time to record this, I got a report that from Ian Rapport NFL Network to end off the night, the text will end off our episode. There'll be more tonight. The Texans are expected to sign former 49ers defensive back Jimmy Ward, sources say, giving new coach D'Amico Ryan's a familiar face and leader in his defensive backfield. So he brought a couple players in Houston from from um, San Francisco last year and defensive back Hassan Ridgeway and then this with um, defensive back Jimmy Ward, who could play slot corner, but he said he wants to go back to free safety. Yeah, I think that's where he's best at early in his career. So he's aging, but I think he's still really good. And then I quote and said another familiar face with D'Amico Ryan's, like we just talked about. And then, yeah, and then that's what I tweeted the latest. So thank you for listening to me. Again, I highly recommend you follow Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo, Tom Palacero of NFL Network, and then some ESPN guys I recommend are Adam Schefter and um, Adam Schefter and... Uh, Adam Schefter, and uh, what am I blanking? Oh, Jeremy Fowler. And then your local ESPN reporter, just local reporters in general, uh, to get the intel, if you will, before everyone else on your team. Anyways, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed my grades. At the podcast Twitter, follow the podcast Twitter, at Around the Slice. DM me, whatever you want, but follow along for updates throughout the week. And then my personal Twitter, you could find all this. And then a couple, few deals, smaller deals and updates I didn't talk about in this episode just because... We're almost at an hour and a half now. So anyway, um, at a one get a thirteen that is. So thank you for listening to this. Happy free agency. I'm so glad and so excited for the Bills, even though they didn't do much today. But I think something's cooking because apparently the Bills just restructured the contracts of Von Miller and Josh Allen. Obviously, big time quarterback. So I'm really excited for that. Something's cooking. Austin Eckler, Derek Henry. Jamal Williams on the lower end. I feel like Austin Eckler is the move. I don't know. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. I'm so excited for this week. Stay tuned to those Twitters. Bye.